Hey, hey, Faith. Was a. Have you seen the new Paw Patrol movie? It's probably my favorite um horror movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that one was um a little cliche, if you ask me. Really. Hey, have you guys seen my mask? <laughs> Hello, and welcome to TCG On Air, the superior podcast where we talk about anything and everything. Today we'll be talking about horror, what we like about the genre, what we don't like, things we'd like to see. Today I am your host, Outboat2, also known as Ryan, and I am joined with Sergeant Lucy, also known as Faith, and Friendly Face, also known as Connor. We should also be joined by Mixed Code Green, also known as Leaf, later on, because uh, I might have accidentally uh, sent Richard after them, so they kind of have to deal with that. But I digress. Who here wants to start us off for what we like about the horror genre? I could go first. Hell yeah. I like that it's scary. Wow. <laughs> Debatable. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know, it's a, I, the horror genre is kind of like too cutesy for me, you know? It's like all, all this, this sunshine and rainbows. Eh. You know, I, Actually, I that reminds me. What's that? But I'll save that for later. I always felt that the, you know, Saw movies were a little too, um, too girly for me, you know? A little, oh, true. A little too, uh... It was, it was a bit too wholesome, honestly. Yeah. To be, to be honest. Um, but genuinely, I like horror because it keeps me on the edge of my seat and makes me feel something. It's a good kind of dread, you know? Adrenaline, I think, is the word yeah. you're looking for. Yeah. And it keeps me up at night. Well, not usually. And I get nightmares. It's epic. It really is. I'd have to agree with that. I enjoy being scared. It's an adrenaline rush thing. Yeah sad thing is though is uh i don't get scared often anymore so yeah i've been looking for a while for something that will genuinely scare me without seeming cheesy because a lot of like modern horror movies always have the same cliches i haven't really found any good ones just yeah. jumping right into the criticisms <laughs> Oh, exactly. Because I have a lot to say about the horror genre because I'm not a fan of the horror genre. Why? Please explain. I don't know. So the thing is with the horror genre is that none of it, I have never seen a movie or played a video, a horror video game that scared me because it's never scary. And mm. the issue with horror as well, it's a genre that hasn't changed much at all. There hasn't been much innovation. It's always the True. same thing every single time, and it, it's it's fine at first. It, it was fine. You can excuse some of the older movies because that was new back then. When it, with like all the spooky, scary ghosts haunting the house and levitating and all that stuff, that was new back then. But it's not new anymore, so nobody cares. And I never find I never find that scary. But um, yeah. Also, just the thing is that everybody thinks they can do horror, but they can't. Because people are like, oh, jump scare, that's scary. When They're it, really not. Yeah, a jump scare isn't really a scare, it's a surprise. You, just, you, you could replace it with something innocent, and that would still like surprise you. You're still going like, to be like, oh, what? what is this? Even yeah, that's it's, like, not a scary image, because you didn't expect it. And that's the whole thing with the with the jump scare. It's just like, well, I didn't expect this thing. I am surprised. Ah, and honestly, like the thing with jump scares, and I feel like in horror, all the recent horror movies, it's always been jump scares that aren't even scary. And you want to know what I blame? Five Nights, Five Nights at, Freddy's. at Freddy's. Yeah, I love yeah. that game franchise, but it's. It feels like it just ruined horror in a way. Like, jump scares used to be scary when those games came out, but then it just 
are really oversaturated and boring, and I know what to expect now, and I am immune to jump scares now. Listen, Coffin's a cool dude. He, he's, 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 he's pretty pog champ, but, like, the, um, just in general, I mean, even Finance Phrase, I just think is absurdly boring. <laughs> that, that's also uh, Yeah, feeling. after, like, first five games. Yeah. That, that's an the issue. G- the game, the gameplay after a while, definitely, because it just got repetitive, but I always enjoyed the story of it, but the story was yeah. never touched upon as much as the many jump scares. The story... The final pretty story is better than the actual game. Yeah, it's scarier than the actual game. That's why, like, I enjoy the books. The Five Nights at Freddy's books. I know, yeah. I'm a nerd. But yeah, nerd. <laughs> the books are... Oh, come on. <laughs> I like the lore. I'm here for the lore! You're not a real Five Nights at Freddy's fan unless you've explained to the lore... Explain the lore to your family, like, five times during dinner. Anyway, um... The books are really good. I bought the Silver Eyes um, when it first came out. Great book. Mm-hmm. Much scarier than the actual game. And I'm pretty sure it takes place... I don't even know if it's really canon. Like, it's a little spotty. But I still enjoy it a lot more than the games. Yeah. Still looking forward to Security Breach, though. Mm, I haven't yeah. seen any of the Five Nights at Freddy's stuff past um, where Springtraps one was. Uh, the third? Uh, yeah, I haven't watched like anybody play that since then. Oh. Um, actually, I, th- I think I-, I watched the VR one. I watched more players play. Yeah, too. that one was great. Like, yeah. best Five Nights at Freddy's game like in a while. Because that had a lot to do with the story. <laughs> Yeah! I feel like you can do a lot more with VR because you can have like something chasing you and that feel a lot more scary because you're there. Oh, yeah. But back to what I was saying about the horror genre, it's like the issue with everybody thinking that they can make horror that leads to the yeah. horror genre being overly saturated with god-awful content. Like, w- considering with video games, I'd say the horror genre is actually well mobile games are have the worst quality but um yeah the horror game genre you it's difficult to find a good horror game because there's like a thousand of them i i guess it also depends on what sub genre of horror you're going for though because i personally love both movie and game enjoy psychological thrillers because they're love usually psychological thrillers. Yeah. They're usually really good. Not necessarily scary as much of messes with your head. Yeah. And they have good stories. They always have a good story. Yeah. I so would agree. the psychological thriller stuff, the, the psychological subgenre is far superior to the other ones. Yeah. But like, what about gore? How do y'all feel about that? Gore. I'm kind of desensitized to it, but that it's not really scary. It's more of gross. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I can watch all the super gory movies or whatever because it's literally just a de- 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 gah, desensitization thing. That's the word. Yep. But I guess you kind of get desensitized to, like, a lot of the spooky scary. Yeah. Um. Also, it's kind of like... I... I was exposed to the horror genre at a pretty young age, so yep. now I'm basically immune. Yep. <laughs> so finding something that genuinely scares me is difficult. Yeah. Which is why I go to gore or psychological horror, because it actually is like, oh, that's gross slash disturbing. Connor, you and I, I, I should... Hmm? You and I should have a horror movie night one night. We should. That'd be a whole vibe. That would be. You know what movie I thoroughly enjoyed? What's that? Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yes. That one was amazing. Yes. I loved it. Ah, it was so disturbing. <laughs> but I I loved it. It kept me on my toes the entire movie. Like, oh, what's going to happen next? Hee hee hee. 
Oh, man. There are, there, are, there are some really good ones. It's usually it's usually the deemed classics that are yeah. really good. I've I've well, seen a couple pretty good like indie horror films or ones that aren't known as well. But it's yeah. not usually the case. They're they're usually pretty like you were saying. They're just the same. Uh were the movies you watched like those like movie this movie is banned in this country don't watch it it's extremely disturbing kind of thing have i watched those yeah like i can name a few like there's like vomit slaughtered dolls i think have you heard of that one i usually get them on tiktok so i then i then go and search them up so (laughs) yeah I used to watch, like, YouTube videos about, like, really creepy movies and stuff. I watch a lot of, like, horror YouTubers who talk about, like, internet mysteries and stuff. Yeah. I love, I am a sucker for those videos. Because it's like, oh, that's some real horror. Like, that actually happened. Uh, okay. Oh, man, my favorite podcast right now. Oh, yeah, (laughs) aside from uh, Team Code Red on air. Um, my, my second, oh yeah, my favorite horror podcast. My second favorite right now. Am I allowed to call people out? I'm going to. Um, I'm gonna sponsor somebody. It's called Morning Cup of Murder on Spotify. I've heard of that one. It's so good. Literally every single morning, every single day, is a new true crime story, true murder crime story. Normally, um. It's about six to ten minutes long. It's wonderful. Love to make my cup of coffee. And just, yeah, it's not long at all. They're literally just short stories. I usually make it when I'm making coffee or just drinking coffee. It's really great. Just love hearing about murder first thing in the morning. Yeah. Well, hey, we hear about murder and death every day on the news. So Exactly. And that's... That's the thing, like, that just proves to you how fucked our world is. Because not only is it posted every day, it's literally about a murder or a crime that had happened that day that the podcast is posted. Oh? Yeah. So it's literally like, oh, find out what happened, you know, tomorrow, like, on this day, what murder happened or whatever. There's literally a murder that happens, like, Every day, and this podcast has only been out for like two years or something. Lord, maybe they're the ones doing the murder. Possibly, possibly. <laughs> and they're actually recording the podcast from prison. They're recording the podcast right after they've done the deed. Yeah. Uh, actually, speaking of podcasts in prison, so do do y'all know about like a certain prison? in our city yes they actually had kind of a radio sort of podcast place so the prisoners could record podcasts no way yeah when i found out about that i was like in awe so i was like they could do that i'm going to prison now (laughs) well no because the prison's closed (laughs) Actually, the only reason I know about this is because I went to prison. Uh, cool. uh, that's going to be edited yeah. out. Nobody heard that, so that's good. You did. <laughs> One thing that I do actually, or are we done with this topic? Or, or I mean, I was going to go on to say, to, to talk about monsters. Monsters? Yeah, yeah, we could talk about, monsters. oh yes, we can definitely 100% talk about monsters, absolutely. Please don't take this where I think you're taking this. <laughs> so, anyways, um, <laughs> one thing that I do like about the horror genre is the monsters, because some of the monsters have very cool designs, and I like how they exploit certain fears. Like, they take certain fears and then they put it into the monster. I will talk more about using phobias later, but um, right now, the monsters, they, they can. Huh? Homophobia. <laughs> True, that's the worst fear. <laughs> but anyways, um, 
for example, you know, the Resident Evil baby, Resident Evil 8 baby? Yeah. That's a cool monster. Great design. Oh, I hated that. It wasn't scary, but, like, I can see how it can be scary. It was more so gross. Yeah, it was more gross. Honestly, I was just being like, oh, baby, it's the 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 it's the chasing factor i hate being chased in real life and i hate being chased in video games and it was just the fact that this big giant crying baby is running after you it's not it's not a great feeling it gives you um, but again actually, adrenaline. it's crawling after you so okay you know what it's crawling very quickly that's another thing weird movements like, you know, the people who, like, crawl upside down or, yeah, just the crawling really quickly? That's just unnatural. And it's freaky. Weren't people doing that in the drama class? Yes. Yeah. I'm best friends with the person who does that. Yeah. It's, like, I think the reason it's so scary is because, like, people are contorting their their body to do something kind of unnatural looking like a normal person wouldn't be able to do that yeah that's that's the only thing i never thought it was necessarily scary i do understand its freakiness though because yeah it's it's an unnatural thing that only some people can do so some people who see it are like how is how, how are your bones not just broken right now like yeah it's a talent it's oh. definitely a talent I saw this thing on TikTok. It was a dude holding a cup of water, but the thing was, his fingers were bent completely back, holding the cup. And when he put down the cup, he put he um put his fingers back to normal, and it was so freaky and gross, dude. <laughs> uh, how about uh that dim horror anime? Horror anime. Wait. Waiting. I do have one more thing. Um. Uh, the amalgamates from Undertale, th- them, they aren't scary, but, like, the whole underground lab thing, that was a pretty good um, spooky area. Like, I think that was actually yeah. done well. That's, like, the only thing that was actually, oh, no, what's happening? I don't know what this is. Ooh. Okay. That, would you like to go first? Who are you talking to? You. No, it sounded like you were about to. No, uh, nah, I was just saying that I completely forgot about that part of the game, and so when you said Undertale, I was like, what the fuck about Undertale is scary? <laughs> it's not, for me, it's not necessarily a feeling of being scared of them, it's just, like, you know how in horror movies sometimes you're scared, but you feel really bad? Yeah. Like, I felt so bad for them, because they looked like they were suffering, and it's like, oh. Because they were. Yeah, it's so, so sad. That section is really good. The Amalgamates is, like, one of the best parts of that. It was, like, one of the best sections of Undertale, in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. Because there was also a lot of lore with them. But we're not here to talk about Undertale, yeah. so... <laughs> we should just have that as its own podcast, honestly. Yet we went on a tangent about Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, but, th- but that's, like, part of the horror thing, though. Undertale yeah. isn't. Yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> but horror animes, let's talk about that. Oh, yes. Horror anime. Again, something I was exposed to pretty early. Some of the first anime I watched were horror. Like Corpse Party, When They Cry. Yeah. I actually, yeah. I actually saw the video game for Corpse Party first. Like, I didn't realize for a couple of years that there was an anime for it. Oh? I yeah. didn't know there was a game until a few years later. Same with When They Cried. They both are based off visual novels. Damn. There's supposed to be um, a new Corpse Party game, I think, yeah. in like 2022 or 2023. I don't remember exactly. But it's pretty That's excellent. dope. What is it called again? Like blood Donation? It's probably not an all Something like that. But it's like Blood Something. That or that's something the like that. newest one. Don't remember. Not familiar with Corpse Party completely. I just I've, I've read about it. I've read about the the most recent of the Corpse Party games, but that, that that's about it. Yeah, I see. I know. Game? I don't know much about the games. All I know is I think PewDiePie did a playthrough of them, 
but like a long, long, long time ago. Yeah. They, those Back when PewDiePie be... was good. Back when PewDiePie was good. Yeah. Those used to be my favorite kind of games to watch. All the the horror RPG. The RPG Maker ones? Yeah. Those are always so good. There was a couple of them. I can't name any really right now. I think like there was one called Witch's House. Yeah. Eeb. Uh, Eeb. I I never found out if it was Ib or Eeb, so <laughs> just I B. Maybe it's I B. I don't Ib. know. Ib. I be confused. <laughs> yep. Oh. There was a couple of them though. And those used to be like that. Used to be like my favorite game genre. I don't really know how to explain mm-hmm. that to people. So, and then they, and then there's hasn't been like any good ones lately, like at all. Like, yeah, they pumped out a bunch of really good ones back then, and now there's just been none <laughs> that are good. Yeah, so. I'm not. I don't think Omori would count, but Omori's kind has a few. Scary elements with the what's it the, the scary goop monster that falls you around. Yeah. I think it's meant to be a psychological horror, but I haven't played it's the game sad. yet. <laughs> it's more of just yeah. sad. Yeah. I all I know remember. about it, all I know about it is from Project Sekai fan arts combining <laughs> both the characters and Omori. No, I've heard good things about Omori. I do want to play Omori because I like sad games because they make me feel. Yeah. Sad. Oh. Hey, you made that joke too. <laughs> except it wasn't a joke. Yeah, yeah, it is. No, it was a joke. Mostly. Mine wasn't. Aw, <laughs> F. How about Doki Doki? Oh. Oh, Man. I loved it so when much. But it, it was another one of those games where it made me scared, but it made me feel bad. Yeah. I felt yeah. bad for all the characters. It was, it was I, a very... Continue. Oh, I especially felt bad for Sayori. She's my favorite character. Yeah. And I just I just felt so bad for her. She deserved better. Yeah. And I do like Monica, but she is a monster. Just Monica. Just, just Monica. Monica. Would she classify as a Yandere? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. I haven't seen, I've never seen the entirety of Doki Doki. I've just seen like large chunks of it. So I, I know the whole plot. I've of Doki played the game Doki. twice. I still haven't played it play at some point. I'm never seeing as I have a the list. We'll talk about yeah. the list for the anime episode. Uh, do you have a list of games as well? No, <laughs> I might as well have, but yeah. No. <laughs> uh. The my the list for games is called my uh, Steam wish list. <laughs> oh, true. Ooh, another great horror game that came out quite a while ago at this point, but Outlast. Outlast, these no. Okay. Outlast did not scare me at all, but what I love about it is the atmosphere and the monsters. Atmosphere is what makes. Some great horror. True. Oh yeah. I don't know anything about Outlast, like at all. Spooky. Spooky uh, go into an asylum. You record some stuff. Get attacked by crazy people, who look like absolute abominations because they got experimented on. You're saying that uh, mentally ill people are monsters. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. Are we canceling? Yes, Connor yes, we are now? all monsters here. Yeah, Con- Connor's canceled. I can't believe I'm canceled again. <laughs> Always has been. <laughs> okay what i was gonna say is i don't understand completely like why they were in there or what was exactly happening because it was very focused on like scaring you instead of explaining like i want answers please I don't explain why are they there answers. game theory. why are they there game theory <laughs> i'd like to know why they're there what happened why just why why did all that happen? I don't care about being scared. The atmosphere is good enough. Somebody will have that. I want Yeah. I want answers. And the second game seemed to have nothing to do with the first. So did we get answers? No. I'll get my answers. 
<laughs> Did you ever search it out? No. <laughs> you think I know how to use Google? So, um, another thing I would say with the horror genre is the, the whole phobia thing. Now, the problem with, like, phobias, because certain horror games are like, let's um, cater to certain phobias for people. The problem is that some people just don't have that phobia, so it's not scary to everyone. True. Uh, the phobia of dolls, you can make a video game about that, but people that aren't scared of dolls might not find that scary. So that, that it's kind of like a weird thing where you have to... You have to try and like scare everybody but also still have a certain target audience in mind but like not yeah. so much so that you only scare them truth it's like it's like when they throw mannequins or whatever into video games there are just there are people out there that just absolutely despise them they're kind of creepy in general but there are the people out there who will like have those sort certain phobias and stuff. Markiplier. I don't. I don't find Mannequin. mannequins creepy or anything. But um, uh, one thing with the Resident Evil Eight um spoilers, I guess. I don't know. It's been out for a while. Yeah. The the dollhouse. I was kind of disappointed at, at first. I was like, oh no, the dollhouse. They're just gonna be like, oh spooky, scary dolls. Blah, blah. Um, which I was. I, I was like, oh no. This isn't going to be scary because they're just going to throw a bunch of dolls and I'm not afraid of dolls. And then they pull the baby out and they're like, oh, okay, I see. They actually, okay, that's good. Good job. Yeah. Because I, I was really, I, I was worried that they were going to play with that specific phobia instead of just trying to be scary. Now, I know that Resident yeah. Evil yeah. 8 was not meant to be scary. They focused more on the action stuff, but yeah. There was a lot more story in Resident Evil 8 than anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good thing, because that's yeah. kind of what I feel like the Resident Evil games needs. It was refreshing. Um, Some stuff on, like, the phobia of dolls. I'm not scared of dolls, like, in games or in movies. I'm scared of dolls in real life. Let me I just, don't know why. Let me just turn around and, looking at, and look at my uh, collection of dolls staring at me right now. Oh, that's okay. I have a whole bunch of Monster High dolls on my desk that stare at me every day. Nah, bro, these are like pop pop. What's what's the word? Freaking glass. Porcelain. Porcelain. Thank you. I wanted to say polyester. I was like, that's not polyester. Right. <laughs> um, polyester doll. Well, now yeah. I'm gonna have to make you a polyester doll. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, my porcelain. They're all porcelain dolls. I love them so much. They're so pretty. I got them for my I, birthday. I like the idea of them. Like, they sound nice in theory, but then if I go to, like, a thrift store or something, I go through, like, the porcelain doll shelves, and I feel like pooping myself. Because <laughs> you're poop boy. Yeah, true. <laughs> poop boy um, image on screen. No! <laughs> um, I enjoy the idea of spooky scary dolls but like it's just never in practice scary it's scarier to just have a porcelain doll staring at you doing nothing than actually have it moving around everybody gangsta until the miku figure turns into a miku dio figure no no there's actually a miku doll that's like super tall but she's like a thousand dollars would I get her? Yes. Yes, yes I would. Would I be yeah. scared? Yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> just a life-size Miku Dio doll. No! Oh, that's just the costume. I would, assume, I would assume that there's a full-scale figure of Miku Dio. Um, that would be life-size. But, like, Miku Dio is originally an android, so... But they do have a huge Miku Dio android. <laughs> And it's 100% not sentient, we swear. Uh, it's not going sure. around causing havoc at all. Mm-hmm, sure. Yeah, I believe that. Kind of spooky, kind of scary. Kind of skeletons. Kind of skeletons. True. Spooky, scary skeletons. Yeah, I feel like this is like... <laughs> Shivers this is like down your spine. The perfect topic for now, because it's almost Halloween, kind of. 
Halloween, my favorite Ooh. time of year. That lasts all year round, but it doesn't matter because yeah. now it, it exists for everybody, not just me. Spooky time is all the time. Spooky time is all the time. However, around spooky time, you can find more spooky stuff. It's always spooky True. month. Spooky month. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Dice. To be honest, I'm be honest. My favorite thing about horror in the entirety of the horror genre, honestly, has to be the art. Yeah. The art of it. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I mean, it goes for video games, the books, movies, all of the above. The art is probably the best of it. Because, mm-hmm. like, one of my fa- one of my favorite horror games, and it's not even necessarily scary in the ooh, jump scare, scare kind of way, but Little Nightmares... Ooh. I've heard about the Little Nightmares. I've never seen it. It's it is rather good. It's not necessarily scary. Um, the story can get a little bit confusing, but the artwork in that game, in both of those games, and just the they're beautiful games. Honestly, like the monsters and that. If you like monsters and the monster designs and stuff, I think you would personally really like those games because they got some really freaky monsters that are also kind of human very distorted and we love that i also love junji ito for that yeah an amazing job with that. yeah i was waiting to bring that one up for you bro yes love that guy oh what a blessing on this earth <laughs> what an absolute that man. gorgeous art yeah, his art style is so disturbing, yet it's beautiful at the same time. He can make a cat look scary. Ooh. Like a house cat. And he has. Perry. Perry he is scary. I don't think he can make Perry scary. It's called Cat Diary. It's a whole book about yeah. just cats. It's not even scary. It's not even meant to be a scary story. He is just the way he draws. Yeah. Everything is so exaggerated and freaky. Guess. Have you heard about Uzumaki being um adapted into an anime next year? Oh, I saw that. It looks amazing. I, I love am... how they're keeping it black and white. I'm so excited about that. That is going to be great. Funny snail anime. <laughs> True. What I love about Junji Ito's manga is he keeps you on your toes. You don't know what's gonna what you're gonna see when you turn the page. And that's the best part. Honestly, because he's got he's his stories are so messed, honestly. Like they are they are fucked. But mm-hmm. because of that, it's so great. There are times where it's like you're really confused and you're like, what the hell is going on right now? And you may or may not understand. Maybe you'll never understand really what's happening. Maybe you're but just smooth brain. Good. It's good though. It's it's just like oh shit. Who knew? Who knew you could turn a page and feel physically sick just from a drawing? Yeah. That's how good this guy is. Like the beginning, the beginning of Uzumaki was a trip. Oh yeah. It it was insane. Like every page was something else. And it just got worse but better. It really did. You can't put it down. Yeah. Like And it's like it's a big book, pretty thick book. So it's like looks kinda daunting, but you never you just never stop. You never stop. It's actually less... Th- I, ca- I can say this for sure, because I got my little collection over here. Uh, oh, I only have the one book. That's okay, bro. I wasted a lot of money on it. <laughs> waste. Oh, well, waste. Mm, not necessarily a waste. But um, the Tomi book is actually 
much thicker than the Uzumaki. Isn't it like a bunch of like kind of one-off stories? The Tomi? Yeah. Yeah, Tomi Tomi is more of just I'm pretty one. Sure it's Tomie. Tomie? Am I, have I been saying Tomie. it wrong? That's my bad. Tomie? I think so. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Tomie? It's okay. It's just Tomie. funny. Tomie? Yeah. Tomie. Tomie. <gasps> Japanese. I'm not. Um, But with the Tomie stories, yeah, it's about this one girl who always comes back to life. I think it was it was due to a failed experiment or something like that. She she was mm-hmm. a real girl, and she got uh, brutally murdered by her class. Spoilers. Yeah. I don't want to spoil. I don't want to completely spoil it, but I'm sure there will be a spoiler warning. Yeah, but um, it's it's just the one girl always comes back to life after getting murdered because of this failed experiment. I could also maybe be wrong. I this is just from what I'm understanding from the book. But and then yeah, it's multiple different stories cuz you're never really with the same people. I mean, some people make reappearances, but it's usually just different people stories with Tomie. Tomie. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel like I say it wrong no matter how I say it. <laughs> yeah. Those ones are really good. Mhm. I have never seen the animated version of Junji Ito's um, stories. Like the, what is that called? The anime of it. Oh, the uh, Junji Ito collection. Yeah, it wasn't that, that good. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. Like I always heard that. Oh, it wasn't good at all. And Junji Ito actually had nothing really to do with it. So I've never <laughs> actually watched it. The problem was they didn't capture his essence. Because he didn't work on it. You'd think if you were going to make an anime from a very, very famous manga artist, you would have the manga artist work on the anime. Yeah. Not attempt to do it yourself, because it's just not the same. There's something about him and his art that makes it as amazing as it is and nobody else can really capture that yeah that's my opinion at least was it junji ito that made that um one manga with the about the like a bunch of people size holes in the wall yes yeah yes that one oi what is it called i forget what it was called it was like layers of fear is that one no i think it's a game I would say it's a good game. Oh yeah, game. that is a game. Wait, I was thinking <laughs> that is it was a something game. else. But the, the, the premise is that there's like a bunch of people-sized holes in the wall. Everybody has their own hole and they both they oh. just pop into it and then they start more and the hole starts like moving so you start morphing into a monster. It's yeah. called The Enigma of Amagira Fault. That's all that I know about it. Like, I, I don't know what's on the other side or all that stuff. I, that's, I, I just know that you... Go into the hole. There's nothing on the other side. Yeah, you get stuck there and then you die. Is that really what happens? Yeah, I think so. I never read, read it, read it, read it. Read it. I don't know. What I heard is that that the it it just starts, um, the hole just starts changing so that your body starts, um, uh, starts like becoming the hole as well. It, 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 yeah. it, it starts, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Morphing? No, it's not morphing. Fusing? No. It's like if, if the, because your head's a circle, and then if the hole starts turning into a triangle, your head's going to turn into a triangle. Molding? I think Shaping? so. Shaping? No, it, it, it starts, I, I guess, molding into the, into the same shape as the hole. Yeah. That actually happened in Uzumaki. The dad became obsessed with spirals, and he molded himself into a spiral. Into a snail. Yeah. A snail spiral. Basically. It was very scary. Very disturbing. His tongue was very long. Anything else we want to say about this? No. All nah. right. I want to get into horror music. Oh. Yeah. Like, music that's meant to be spooky. I love that stuff. 
I love it so much. Like, and I'm talking, like, Rob Zombie. Yes! Love that, man. Oh, what a- another blessing upon this earth. You ever seen House of a Thousand Corpses? Not yet. I'm probably gonna watch it, though. Dude, it's on my so list. messed up. It's so messed up. But it's so good. Is that a promise that it's messed up? Yes, it is a promise that it's messed up and that it's good. Alright. Top of the list. Let's go. Oh, Rob Zombie is such a legend. I love him. He's amazing. Like, he has such great music. It's spooky. It's it's even, like, kind of fun in a way. Well, yeah. He just sounds like he has fun with it. Oh, yeah. See, I'd Norman... like to see a concert. Oh, fuck yeah. Absolutely. Now, normally, with this kind of subject and topic, I would hype up Marilyn Manson. Oh, no. However, yeah. as most people know for many reasons, we will not be hyping him up. See, I don't know. I've never heard of that person. I had impressive. to take my Marilyn Manson patch off my jacket because <laughs> of that. It's really sad. I was just like, I was just like disappointed, but not surprised. Goodbye. Honestly, yeah. He was he was just a, a huge guy. A lot of people knew uh, know him in his music, but um, so he was controversial. Yeah, he just he he didn't he never really dressed in a way anybody would expect and he made good music he made good music but very Mm -hmm. questionable stuff but he was another one of the he was another one of those the art it was all in the art like yeah his stuff was fucked up and it looked really weird and could be like really gross or freaky sometimes but that again it's the artwork of it and that's why i enjoyed it so much but he is not a great person so (laughs) like i feel like these days as in the words of bo burnham art is dead yep because nobody's willing to experiment and make something like full of emotion or something that will truly disturb or really get to someone and the people who do, they just it are never, good never really, yeah. It usually they're either not really good people or they never really get far because the rest of society or whatever, are like society. wow, <laughs> society, yeah. But society. everybody else is like, what the fuck is this? And it's instantly just like, nah, fam, nah, we don't want any of this. And then yep. they don't go anywhere. And with modern, it with modern art as well it's just people are focused more on oh let me just i'll make the reasoning behind it first before i actually like i'm not gonna i'm gonna put more effort into the reasoning and the justification not and, and my attempt at a justification of all this stuff and the art is second yeah if that makes sense it makes sense yeah i got you i got you i see some pretty good artists like in the wild on the internet but it's never often and um this is gonna sound silly but do y'all know about like the i'm sorry john garfield kind of yeah yep. those are good yep. art it's really good art that's good that art is really good again it's gives always... me junji ito kind of vibes yeah i on reddit i used to follow the subreddit because the art there was always so good and disturbing and gross like yeah it totally destroys a bunch of beloved franchises for me but still the, the i'm sorry john the gore field that i'd say that's good the, the the monster designs are very creative in my opinion mm-hmm. and I, I don't, it's just well made because the, the the art also tells a story yeah even if it's yeah. sick and twisted but like another thing that can be pretty sick and twisted He's leaf joining. Uh, yeah, that, but also nobody's gonna be surprised when I bring this up. Vocaloid horror music. Hey. Now yeah. that is like a staple in my Vocaloid experience because I used to listen to so much of it. Like me as a little emo 12 year old used to. You're still an emo 12 year old. True. Well, hey, I just aged, okay? 
I aged a little. So you're 13 now? This is slightly taller emo child. Actually, I haven't really grown much since I was 12. Well. Uh, short. Shut up. Um, I think not a lot of Vocaloid music disturbs me. I appreciate it for the art, except for one song, because it's based off a real guy. Mm. Secrets of Wisteria. Yep. Oh, yeah. That one. Oh my god. Um, I was at a sleepover one time when I was younger with my friends, and we were joking around, and then... Then they started playing Secrets of Wisteria, and I was like, oh, please no. Do you guys know what this song is about? So I pulled up the Albert Fish Wikipedia page and scared them all. Even scared myself a little. Another one, another good Vocaloid horror song is Fear Garden, sung by Kagamine Ren. That song has, like, very shaky tuning, but that was the point. Uh, it Basically, it was just Ren cutting off the hands of all of her friends and putting them in pots, like flower pots. Yoshikage Kira moment. Yeah. Every time I watch that video now, I'm just like, <laughs> Yoshikage Kira, they must be related. <laughs> Jojo reference, lol, lol, lol. Jojo! Jojo Funny Jojo! Speaking of Jojo, it's a pretty good horror anime. <laughs> True. Well, it has, like, you know, I'd say I'd compare, like, part one and two of JoJo to more, even part three. It could be a good Resident Evil plot. Because <laughs> of, like, vampires and stuff. I'm pretend you're not comparing JoJo to Resident Evil right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, As you're saying about the Vocaloid music? Vocaloid music. Since they're all... Yeah, since they all sound kind of robotic sometimes, depending on, like, the tuning, it makes for some good, disturbing music. So yeah. if you're going for horror, it's easy. It's easy. You've got it down. Just write about something extremely disturbing, put some distorted instruments and stuff, and you're good. You've got a horror Vocaloid song. Yeah. I think one of my favorites... Is uh, circle you, circle you. Uh, in Japanese, it's kagome, kagome. Um, that one was about um, children being experimented on. That one is disturbing. And there's another one. I forget what it's called. I keep forgetting what it's called, but it stays in my brain. Rent free. Yeah, rent free. See, these videos and these songs stick with you, and I love it. I gotta find the title. Of this song, though. Okay, there's a playlist. It's probably in there. What's it called? Wide Knowledge of the Late Madness. Bussin'. Absolutely bussin'. Love that song so much. It starts off really cute, but then slowly gets more and more disturbing. And, like, it's not even, like, a good cute cute kind of cute. Cute cute kind of cute. Uh, it's, like, eerie. It's very eerie. Anyway, that's all I gotta say about that. Horror music, love it. Very good. I just realized something. All this talk about Resident Evil. We never brought up Lady Dimitrescu. No, 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 no. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> monsters. No. Please. May I speak about my extreme interest uh, in monsters? <laughs> oh, no. no. You know what? I'm I'm intrigued. Go on. I, I hope it's not what I'm thinking it is. Anyway, go on. Okay. So I I have I have a extreme interest in monsters, but hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a reason. Lady Dimitrescu just won right there to uh point out. And I, I feel like that one's, you know, that one's okay, right? However, okay, listen. Have you guys ever played Silent Hill? No. Mm -hmm. Well, I've never played it, but I've seen Silent it. Hill. Nope. Yeah. Do you know the Muffin Man? The the Pyramid Head Man. Oh no! Listen. You're going there. Listen. <laughs> 
He is only one of many. I have issues. Oh, wow, yeah. that was such a weird cut, huh? I wonder what happened. Wow, that was <laughs> how unfortunate that we just, that, that specific section of the podcast got corrupted. Oh, no. <laughs> don't hear me out anymore. I don't even, just, just. Mm, I see. Yeah. And also, I can't believe we talked about Resident Evil without bringing up Heisenberg and how he's just a dude. Okay. <laughs> Do I need to go oh, on no. another thing? No, no, I won't do that to you guys. <laughs> you see, Heisenberg is just a dude. He's <sighs> not a monster like everybody else. Yeah, he has powers. He's just Magneto. But he's a dude. He's yeah, a he's dude. just Magneto, but scruffy looking. Yeah. Heisenberg was the best part of the game for me because I Agreed. did not read. I don't know the the Dimitres the the Dimitres type. I didn't care about. But I loved her. She was, like, second favorite, like, first favorite when, like, because I was like, oh, I don't know anything else about any other characters, and I'm only here for her. But then, like, the game went to Heisenberg, and I was like, this is cool. This is a cool level. I was there for the both of them. Heisenberg? Yeah, I guess. Heisenberg's got a cool voice as well. Yeah! Yeah. Listen, Ethan Winters. (laughs) Yeah! Like, he's got, like, a kind of showman voice, and gotta love that. Yeah. And I feel like if Ethan kind of teamed up with Heisenberg, I feel like Heisenberg would have been pretty loyal. Kinda I trust going him. going off topic at this point. <laughs> Just talking about Resident Evil now. Resident Evil podcast. Shh, it's okay. We've got so much content. And it, it, look... This podcast was not a disaster like the last few. I haven't been in the last few. It's because I'm here. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, it's maybe it's for the best that you weren't here for the last few. The last right. few that nobody knows about because they were never uploaded. <laughs> Damn. And that is the real horror. The, the horror of the unknown. But speaking of, like, horror of the unknown, if you guys hear about that, like, that scary legend about this creature with like a very big forehead join podcasts. Oh, Actually, I knew you were gonna go there. No boo! Guys, boo! <gasps> Surprise! What? Hello. That's right. Felix I can introduce myself. No, you can't. I'm <laughs> Emmy nominated award winning actor. Fine. What were you what were you guys talking about before I got here? Um, people with big forehead being gross, i.e. you. Uh, <laughs> they left. Don't mind me, I'm just gonna sit here and watch you closely. Wow. But seeing as you're here, would you like to say anything? We're talking about horror, right? Oh yeah. Well, I gotta say, it's pretty scary when I'm gonna get some appy juice at midnight and you're just standing there in the hallway watching me. Appy juice is disgusting. What? You're disgusting. Never mind, I'm sorry, I didn't mean no, no, I, no, I agree. Well, for me, horror is, um, I mean, it's okay. I'm not in for a big thrill. Most horror movies I've watched um, have just been for pretty actors in them. The only ones, the only, like, actual horror movies I've seen, gone out of my way to see, were Midsummer, which has this, like, lady named, like, Florence Pugh or something. I don't know. I've never really heard of her. And um, the It movies, which I saw because I think they had that guy, like, Wynn Fulfard. I think that was his name. Yeah, whatever. Like, I don't know. Um, the first it movie was really good. I loved it. Second one. Eh. I'm going to punch you. But it just wasn't as good. It was so underwhelming. And they just, there was so much that was in there for no reason. I'm just saying. Okay, yeah. The second one was kind of underwhelming. But I liked that the part two of the remake was a lot more to the book than the original. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't hate it. There's like, I don't want to spoil it. Uh, I just think there were a lot of things that happened in it that didn't need to happen. Yeah, true. But I'll give that the casting for the older kids was almost completely perfect, except for Bill and Beverly. Almost perfect. What was wrong with Bill and Beverly's casting? They just didn't look like the kids. For Bev, they really just said, "Hey, that's an adult woman, and she's ginger. That's perfect." Yeah. I don't. I don't think Jessica Chastain looks like um. Sophie. Oh, I forget her name. Well, no, they usually don't get their... I mean, it's really hard to get 
an adult actor that yeah. looks like a child actor. No, it's hard. I just it was it wouldn't have bothered me if they hadn't done like the most perfect castings for the others. Like the others actually looked so much like the young ones. It was like so impressive. Mm-hmm. Like they really they 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 were to the ballpark. But you know what? The acting was all good. I didn't like how they beat Pennywise. Wasn't a huge fan of that either. But I did like seeing him as a no spoilers, but as a tiny little stupid owl. I feel like at this yeah. point we've already put a spoiler warning on. Oh, have we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, I liked when they just. I it is funny how they beat him by just telling him that he's a little punk loser, and that he just got so sad that he deflated into a little clown blob. I thought that was really funny. I, I like that as well. Well, I didn't like it, but it's funny. Like it's funny I that defeated him by just like belittling him like if yeah. i was pennywise ryan would have killed me day one at least it wasn't yeah. the magic of friendship that's true yeah in the books isn't it the magic of um something that i don't really want to say out loud yeah mm-hmm. uh well i haven't read the book ti- not tiny ti- okay that scene in the book leaf knows what i'm talking about that scene in the book. Was I the one who explained that to you? Is that why you know about that scene? No, because in grade nine, um, our good our good pal Thomas uh, oh, was yeah. super invested in it. And he actually read the entire book for an English project because he's a legend that way. Um, and so I heard about all that. All gotcha. That. <laughs> um, um, that, yes? I'd like an explanation. Okay, yeah. Well, I can't really explain it here on the podcast. I'll explain it to you afterwards but that specific scene only some people will know what we are talking about it wasn't necessarily it was kind of to help defeat pennywise because it was supposed to bring them all together like make them closer together and stuff to be able to beat pennywise it wasn't specifically that that did that but <laughs> my um, thing is Stephen King was on a few things. Mm, he's a writer. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, in the in the original movies, I didn't mind the way that they killed Pennywise. I honestly didn't ever really make it to the end of the book, so I don't actually one hundred percent know how they defeated him in the book. I know in the original ending. I liked that ending because mm-hmm. it showed what Pennywise really was. Yeah. And Fun. it was just really nice. A new one. I didn't like it. I didn't like that people fucking died. I was not a fan. True. Did not like Oh, it. yeah. I forgot that. Wait, in, in the. However, in the I think in the original one. they died. I, I think. Okay. In the they died too it was just they made it a lot more emotional and sad in the new one yeah hey we got some nice gay representation but also immediately the barrier gay trope so that's fun Mm. i mean he died in the book so Mm -hmm. the barrier gay barrier gays they had um rich and eddie i don't know what that means turns out they were in love it's the trope where you have a gay character but you kill it off like immediately the thing is though because Eddie Eddie died in the books, but mm. I don't know if Richie and Eddie were originally supposed to like have a thing together or that was something they did themselves because of how badly the fans wanted it. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. I don't know. So in that kind of case, there's not much they could have done in that situation because they gave the people what they wanted, but either way, everyone knew he was going to die. Yeah. You know, yeah. let me just say something real quick What's on that? this topic. I find it real suspicious how they started the movie off with a gay hate crime. <laughs> that also happened in the book because it took place in the 80s. Yeah, yeah true. That shit happened all the time in the 80s. Yeah, unfortunately. As as much as I didn't like that, like it turns out they're both turns out they actually had feelings for each other, or at least Richie had feelings for Eddie. I did like that for that whole centerpiece of the movie where it just like showed flashbacks. It touched on just like the homophobia from that time. I thought that was, that was nice because that is really scary. 
Like that that is for Jurassic yeah. Age. Getting killed for getting killed for wanting to kiss someone of the same identity. Imagine being gay, right, Connor? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Can't be me. Couldn't be me. Can't relate. Imagine being gay. That's so gay. <laughs> but over overall, like the it movies were yeah, I'm I'm just ignoring that. They were enjoyable. I really liked them, but um Midsummer Midsummer was also good, but it was less horror, more just creepy. That, that's the point of horror, Leaf. I know, but it wasn't like scary. It was just unsettling. It yeah, was. I was. I horror. was. Stop! You know what oh I'm trying God. to say. You're just bullying me. Yeah. I am. Yeah, so stop. How dare you bully my good? F- f- yeah. yeah. You know, this that's isn't the behavior good. I'd expect from a friendly face. Look. Normally, I'd be polite to you, mm-hmm. you know, before. Oh, okay, I see, fine. But maybe I don't want to. I don't want to right now. You know what? Maybe normally I'd be nice, too, but you're, you're just smelling. That's what I think. Yeah, true. You know what would be I'm really scary? scary? What? I'm honestly, I have a phobia of moving on to the next topic. <laughs> well, that's the joke. If there is no topic, I think that's a good spot to edit on. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. It means a lot for you to uh, give us some of your time to, to listen to us. If you do want to see more, we have other podcasts. But you can also head over to our website to find some of our comics, because we also do comics. So that's pretty cool. It's pretty epic. Uh, also, check out the rest of our social media, because right now there, there, there's some more stuff there if you want to see it. Yeah, and Faith um, is pretty prone to making some pretty cool spooky posts on our social media. So. Ayo. You like the spooky stuff? I like it. Spooky. True. But yeah, that that about does it. And we'll, we'll be looking forward to seeing you next time. We are on air. Give me a smooch. <laughs>